On this week's episode of the Northeast Newscast, we're speaking with Amanda Barnhart, branch manager at the Northeast Library. She discusses the wide range of programs available to everyone in the Northeast community, from story time to tech classes to cardio kickboxing. She says she is working to make sure that the programs offered are meeting a need in the community. So I am Amanda Barnhart. I am the branch manager for the Northeast Library. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and talking to us. Let's kind of introduce you to the community. Tell us a little bit about your role at the library and kind of how you got started. How I got started goes back, I feel like, a couple of decades ago. <laughs> uh, so I got started at 16 shelving books at the Northeast Library, and so it was, a, it was a little bit different. It had the same structure, but within the library there, it looked a lot different. There was a card catalog, you know, there was some outdated computers. Even, it, yeah, Yeah, <laughs> quite a while. So I've, I've bounced around the system, and I've worked in a lot of different areas. I have a strong youth background. I worked mm-hmm. in outreach, and that's a department that sends book collections to daycares and preschools. I worked as a, a young adult associate, working with teens in the library, uh, having them create volunteer opportunities for their peers, creating programs doing things outside of the community, just really empowering them to become citizens in the community where they are. And from there, I became a teen librarian, so just enhancing upon some of those skills mm-hmm. and, and those things that we were doing at the branches. And then coming here, since last May, I've been part of the Northeast team, and we have had a few new faces join our team. So in addition to myself, there there's a couple of other new faces to our team. Part of my role at this location is becoming reacquainted with the community that I grew up in and seeing the ways in which that it's the same, the ways that it's different, organizing that in my in my head so that yeah. I can really understand what's going on. And it's it's really it's encouraging. It's inspiring to see all the great and wonderful things that people are doing in this neighborhood. Uh, so my role at this location is to work on having the team function where we're all coming from the same page, we're all coming from the same purpose. So it's taking a lot of evaluation of the processes we have in place and all those processes working best to suit our needs as well as our community's needs, so changing some things up. It's about changing the way that we do programs and we plan for that, and it's also about getting ready for a renovation for this location, so making sure we have as much information about the community to make the right kinds of decisions moving forward. So kind of right now I feel like I'm in the doing the back-end kinds of things, making sure that when we do open we'll be ready to move forward and we'll be ready to do greater things with some of the, the opportunities that are available in the community. Are you guys closing for renovation? I have no information yet mm-hmm. as far as a timeline, what that looks like. Everything is very hazy right now yeah. as far as when, when that will happen. I wish I had more details, but at this point, we're looking at schematic designs and making decisions as far as what does the layout of the new branch, what does that look like? And and keeping in mind that we want to make some large changes as far as bringing the Refugee and Immigrant Empowerment Department into our location. Uh, So that's going to take away from some of the space that we have to incorporate new staff. But with that, knowing that they're going to bring outstanding services and programs. So creating a new ways and flow within the interior of the building. There's a lot of conversation of, of trying to make sure that we're addressing all the important aspects of who in the community is being served and will be served when we go forward. 
Absolutely. So a lot of good things happening. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. So you guys offer so many programs to the community, so many different things people can get involved in. So let's talk a little bit about what you guys have coming up. So February has got a lot of different varieties of things that people can get involved in. So let's just go ahead and talk to the community about really what is available to them at the Northeast Library. So there's a little bit of everything for everyone. You know, I kind of think of February as being a slow month, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's in the winter time. But at the same time, we have a lot of things to keep you active. Mm -hmm. And for anyone who set maybe some New Year's goals about maybe some physical activity that they want to get involved in, we have some outstanding opportunities for people to come and meet those New Year's resolutions. Uh, So we have a cardio kickboxing class, which is really invigorating. It will keep you moving. It will keep you moving to a beat. So there is a live DJ who comes, and he'll he'll mix some beats to go along with the different moves that everybody is doing together. And we've had quite a few people who who walk in, and you can just see them, like, confused. You know, (laughs) this is the library. And, and several people have said, is that, is that music? I was like, of course that's music. But it's, it's still like there's this disconnect between the library doing something that's still kind of fun and, and just different. So Yeah, and do you have <laughs> Nikki Fit? Is she the one that does the instruction for that, or who's the teacher for that class? Yes, Amanda Landion has brought us so many wonderful programs. And Nikki Fit is the instructor who runs that. She runs, okay. uh, she also does a full-body chair fitness program on Friday mornings. Uh-huh. And I know that the name itself, you kind of think, oh, well, that's not that's not for me. That's for someone who might be a little bit older than myself. But really, full body chair fitness focuses on a full body workout from the seat of your chair. So it's thinking in terms of those who are in the office who are sitting down. You know, just keep this in mind that you can, you can do this after hours before you go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do this in the morning before you start. And so that's what full body chair fitness focuses on. Gotcha. And Nikki Fit okay. kind of comes at different aspects of ways to stay moving mm-hmm. uh, depending upon your lifestyle. Okay. So Nikki Fit, yeah, she does a wonderful, wonderful job. And her yeah. husband is, is the live DJ who spins oh, the music that's amazing. for the cardio class <laughs> in the morning. Okay. So amazing. we have both of those. We also have uh, Joy comes on Wednesdays, uh, middle of the day. So you can catch her until the first week of March. We will have yoga available. Joy is currently learning Spanish, so one of the things we hope to move forward possibly in the future, once we've secured funding, uh, is to think about classes available in another language. Okay. Uh, So those are things that we continue to keep in the back of our heads Mm -hmm. when we think about programs at the Northeast Library. Okay. Those are some of the, the programs available to stay moving. In addition to that, we also have story times Friday mornings at 11 a.m. Samantha Edwards is our youth services librarian, and she's all about not just sitting down and having stories read to you. While that's a part of it, it's also like don't be afraid. Young people don't have to be afraid to get up and ask questions during the story or point to things in the book. These are informal gatherings of, you know, up to I think I've seen about 12 to 15 people back there. Um, It's free. It's open in the children's area. Parents and children and their caregivers are more than welcome to stop by. Mm -hmm. There's singing. There's dancing. Sometimes there's playing with water or blocks or there's a lot of things to keep them 
it's not just about sitting down and listening to a story. Mm-hmm. Is this open to certain age groups? I'm assuming kind of school time, so it'd be more of the younger kids. Right, right. Okay. Typically focusing on ages like three to five. Okay. That's not to say that like a younger sibling can't participate. Mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen people, especially on days where school's been canceled, like yeah. I've seen some eight yeah. and nine-year-olds back there. Yeah. So it, it really it just depends on, you know, what you're doing that day. Feel okay. free to come back there and check it out. I should have brought my daughter on some snow days maybe <laughs> and entertained her a little bit. <laughs> and I think what's great about story time is it's not just for the youth. Like you said, it's also for the, the parents and their caregivers. And it's about creating that, that time to kind of like, here are some easy ways that you can engage your child mm-hmm. that's centered around, you know, the talking, the singing, the ways to encourage early literacy. Okay, wonderful. So the Reading Partners Program is something that any adult can do with their young person. You read 20 books together. It's all about reading it together, whether you read it line for line or you ask questions. You know, it's all about the time that you share together. So 20 books together. You write them down on this form for the Reading Partners Program, and you turn it in at the Northeast Library. And when you turn it in, the young person gets to come in, they get to choose their own book, and this is adding and increasing their own library. And so it doesn't just stop there. You can fill this pamphlet out again and again, thereby just building their own personal library until they reach, I believe this runs through third grade. Okay. Wow. Um, so That's amazing. Right. Yes. Since we're on the topic of youth, we also have every Monday, there's the Book Steam Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is kind of trying to create a community of young people who are interested and excited to learn, to use their creativity to learn. And while it's called the Book Steam Club, there might be some activities centered around stories. It's also about like spending that time and talking about some of those stories, whether it's books, whether it's movies, whether it's comics, just talking about story in general, maybe even talking about your own personal story. Mm-hmm. But it's also about doing all the other fun things that you, you want to do as a kid. So I believe like last week they, they created Play-Doh. And oh, cool. uh, I, I think one young person had said, you know, today was a terrible day, but now it's now it's not too bad. Yeah, it's okay. You know, That's just playing, awesome. you know, just playing with Play-Doh. Yeah. So they've done some really fun things together. So there's the Book Steam Club every Monday that mm-hmm. happens at six o'clock. Is that a particular age group as well? So that is for third to sixth graders. Okay. Typically eight to twelve years old. Again, if you have someone slightly out of that age range, mm-hmm. it's just about the activities are aimed at that right. at that age. There's also coming up on the twenty second of February. This is at three PM. This is all about families coming together and kind of crafting as a family unit, whatever mm-hmm. that unit may look like. So there's Crafternoon at the library. This is a printmaking class. So creating a lot of different fun prints. Uh, I believe this is encouraging not only for you to create your own print, but then to look at everyone, what everyone else is doing and work together to create a larger canvas of prints mm-hmm. and seeing what that looks like. And you could use, I've seen people use potatoes or you can use styrofoam and kind of cut out a design and then okay. you put it in paint and then you can make oh, a I print see. that way. Okay. Printmaking's for everyone, mm-hmm. kind of moving up through the ages. We've kind of focused on the younger age. We do have a teen advisory group that they just had their first meeting last month. They have some interesting ideas and some great ideas. I'm like, oh, can we paint on the ceilings? That sounds great. Kind of like Elias. Oh, the little uh, tiles. Right, the the little tiles. tiles. Okay. It's like, I like that. That's a great idea. I really and, like that. And I think it's also an easy visual cue to mark where the teen space is. The ideas are there. They have. They want to do something. Yeah. Um, so they're, I believe that they're going to be planning some future programming, especially around April is National Poetry Month. So I believe all those excellent, innovative ideas will be in the, in the works. Third Thursdays okay. at 5 o'clock. Third Thursdays at 5. Okay. 
February's been a little crazy. January's been a little crazy because the library's had odd hours due to inclement weather. Mm -hmm. Schools have had odd hours due to inclement weather. So these programs typically are as scheduled unless Mm -hmm. we're throwing a curveball from Mother Nature. Um, As far as what else the library has, dial a story, Mm -hmm. which is a phone number, Mm -hmm. 816-701-3456. This is a phone number you can call anytime. Uh, young people can call anytime where they can hear a full picture book story read to them. So it's just another way to have an activity to do. You know, if you need to watch brother and sister or mom's got to take care of some laundry or something and then you're just waiting for, for mom and me time, you know, yeah. somebody can call for and listen to a story. It's another thing to do. They range. So mm-hmm. picture books, sometimes there might be a nonfiction picture book in there. Sometimes they're longer picture books. It really mm-hmm. just depends. I believe that the selectors, uh, the people who read the stories, tend to read them for the enrichment of the story rather than relying on the illustrations mm-hmm. to right. tell the narrative. They tend to be longer stories for the most part. If you have a library card and if you're a digital content guru, Uh, someone who reads, watches, or listens to music from your personal device, Uh, if you have a library card, you can have access to free eBooks, free music downloads, free movie downloads, all depending upon what you want to do. So we have several services that offer these different things. Overdrive, Access 360, Hoopla, you can all download these apps Mm -hmm. and using your library card, you can log into them and you receive, there is a limit to how many downloads you have per month. Uh, That's information is all available on our webpage, but you have access to new eBooks. You can place holds on eBooks. You can download movies right away. You can download, like I said, some, some music right away. And that's without, I forget what it's called, but without the restriction, you mm-hmm. know, where you actually get the rights to that file. So okay. like for music, you get five downloads a week and you can, you can save that. You can save it to any device. The eBooks and the e-audiobooks and the movies, of course, don't get downloaded to your personal device. I mean, it does temporarily so that you can mm-hmm. run it or that you can read it or watch it. But then after the checkout length is over, then it gets, it's just taking up space at that point gotcha. or something. Okay. So I think these are all fantastic. Canopy is a, one of our newer editions. And through Canopy, you can watch some Oscar nominees. You can watch some documentaries. You mm-hmm. can watch some movies in other languages. Uh, it has a lot of Criterion, PBS and other types of, of movies available. And then did you guys also offer tech classes? Because I got a postcard for the tech classes. So tech access is, there's a couple of ways you can you can meet with an individual mm-hmm. one-on-one to answer any of your technology questions, mm-hmm. whether it's, I have this device, it's new, I don't know how to use it, to I'm trying to make a resume and I'm having trouble with my uh, borders or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really is anything. Um, maybe it's anything to do with technology. Uh, so we have a tech volunteer who comes in once a week at the library. They stop by on Thursdays. They're there from 4 to 5.30. They also do by appointments. Mm-hmm. So even though that time frame may not fit your schedule, they're available to come 
to the li- meet you at the library um, at a time that best suits your needs. They just need so much notice so that they can schedule in advance. Mm-hmm. You are also able to call the number and leave a message in Spanish. Uh, there are volunteers who are able to speak Spanish and who are able to meet with you and, and answer your questions. Okay. They also just recently established a new drop-in time and place, and this mm-hmm. is not at the library. So for anyone who is near the Olive Center, they will be there on Thursdays from 12.30 to 2.30. So that's 555 Olive, mm-hmm. correct? Okay. Correct, yes. Um, so for tick access, I think probably I don't see a whole lot of individuals using it just because it's still kind of new. Mm-hmm. The idea is new that someone is here to answer any questions, mm-hmm. um, whereas those of us who work at the library, that's kind of what we do on a regular basis. We're here for you don't know how to use email. Well, let's guide you through email. Mm -hmm. We do know of several free places where you can learn some of these things. Mm -hmm. There is digitallearn.org and it will guide you through, for instance, and it's available in English or Spanish. Let's say you want to know more about spam email. Mm -hmm. And so there's a little course on recognizing what it looks like, what's the difference between spam and phishing and mm-hmm. and malware and all these different, you know, okay. things to be aware of when you're on the internet yeah. or when you're using email. There's how how to set up an email account. There's internet basics. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have when we talk about things to learn, we also have North Star, it's something new that we just acquired. It's a North Star Digital Literacy Assessment. So the North Star Digital Literacy Assessment is recognized by some employers that if you have certificates in Microsoft Word, Mm -hmm. in Microsoft Excel, that means something. It means that you have a certain level of knowledge on those those programs. And Mm -hmm. so you can put it on your resume, and when employers see that, they understand, oh, that's where you at least have that skill knowledge that's recognized by employers. Um, So we have that available to anyone who would like to take that, too. Mm -hmm. If you need the certificate, we do have a proctor on site who's able to to assess that and follow the whatever rules and guidelines Mm -hmm. are involved in that. So in addition to that, you can think of like lynda.com is another another resource you can access with your library card. So let's say you already have the North Star Digital Literacy Assessment for Microsoft Word, and now you want to show off that you're intermediate in Word or you're advanced in Word. You know, you can always take alinda.com class and a lot of those courses will allow you to upload to your LinkedIn page a badge that you've completed that course. And all that is available through the tech classes? The tech It's available. You can ask the tech classes. You can ask us individually how to do that at the library. Or if you're an avid internet explorer, feel free to hop on there. And if you just type in one of those and do a website search, it Mm -hmm. should pop up for you. So I brought a couple other things. BrightFuse, I typically thought of this as being homework help only, but there have been some other aspects to it that are exceptionally helpful for those who are looking for jobs or who want to improve their interview skills. Um, So the adult side of BrainFuse, live help daily between 2 and 11, who will help you in making your resume or acing those those interview skills that you need Mm -hmm. to, to develop. In addition to that, there's other helpful things for building your resumes or improving your job readiness skills. Uh, the other end of that is that BrainFuse is also a live homework help site uh, for young people. covers the spectrum for subjects. Uh, the one I find most useful whenever I've seen people interact with young people or I had my own questions when I was a teen librarian is the math side because there are so many different tools on there where you can draw your equations, you can draw whatever formula you're trying to solve and you don't understand. Mm -hmm. And those live tutors are there to help you walk you through step by step to get to the answer. Okay. It's not just, 
I don't know how to do this. Well, here's the answer. It, yeah. it, they will walk you through it. And, and once you found the answer, they'll ask you, do you understand? Do you have any questions? And that's when you can say, I don't understand this third step. How did you find this? Mm-hmm. And so it's more of a conversation mm-hmm. to be able to to really get a grasp on those concepts that you're not getting a hand on at school. Okay. And it's from someone that you don't have any history with. And these, these live instructors are likely other teachers from around the nation mm-hmm. who have been vetted. This is what they do on the side. So again, for the young person, it's not that teacher that made me do this homework. It's like, it's some, it's some other person that they yeah. don't even know about. So there's no, there's no history with them. There's no reason to be angry or be yeah. sad or be happy. It's just like, oh, okay. And you move on to the next, the next right. problem. And so that's homework help with any grade level or homework help with brain fuse. And so you can break it out into whatever grade level that okay. someone is a part of. There's also other um, aspects to it. Like if you have to write a report, if you have to write an essay for class, you can mm-hmm. always upload your document ahead of time and then mm-hmm. get feedback from some of those instructors. Okay. There's like a 48, I believe it's 24 or 48 hour turnaround, but mm-hmm. you'll receive feedback that way too. Okay. And then that is free at the library with library card. With the library card. You can access it from home if you have a library card, but you do need internet access. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing I brought to kind of talk about, because I think the traditional view that everyone thinks of when you think about libraries, and even when I think about libraries too, sometimes it's like books, books just automatically come into your head. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we've really expanded the idea of what libraries are. Um, but I think regardless, the traditional literacy will always be something that is kind of like our foundation and will be all, it will always be recognized by others in the community as uh, improving my literacy skills or just having fun and reading. Yeah. So another service we offer is we have this database called Novelist. Mm-hmm. And with Novelist, you could type in, so my favorite book, or I guess my favorite book series is Philip Pullman's uh, His Dark Materials. Mm -hmm. So I could type the first one in that series, The Golden Compass. The Golden Compass would show up and I would click on it. And within The Golden Compass, there would be these different story elements. It might be strong female protagonist. It might be some fantasy elements. And you can click on those individual ones in order to find other stories like it. Mm -hmm. Or you can find on the side, if you want something similar, read these. Mm -hmm. The individual elements will allow you to find stories that maybe have, I'm just gonna throw something out there, I don't know, a strong plot. That's really basic, but okay. but these elements really get at the nitty gritty of what's happening so it's in the story. It's kind of pulling out what exactly you like about that story. Right, And yes. then saying, if you like this about the story, right. then there's other books that have this strong element. Okay. And there are so many books being published nowadays that for the, the normal person, uh-huh. it's impossible to know of all the books that are out there to say, oh, well, I would recommend this. Well, I would recommend this. Um, So Novelist is actually curated by other librarians. So yeah, so that's what I have today. Um, Now, if people want to get some information on all the things, (laughs) all the things (laughs) that are available to them, how can they get a calendar or contact you or get more information on everything that's available to them? So our calendars are available at the front desk. Feel free to come in and talk to anyone there. We'd be happy to talk about what happens at these programs, who they're aimed at, uh, what ideas do we have coming up for next month? Are, are some of these programs still going to be around? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's available at 6000 Wilson Road, okay. the Northeast Branch Library. If you have any questions and you'd love to call us, we'd be happy to answer those questions. Uh, we are at 816-701-3485. And 
feel free to, to reach out to, to me, Amanda, at 701-3589. If you just want to say hello and introduce yourself, uh, stop by the library, catch me on my phone line, either, either method. I'd be happy to talk to you. And that was Amanda Barnhart, branch manager at the Northeast Library. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Northeast Newscast. I'm Elizabeth Roscoe.